Hi, I'm Skye and this is in my lounge room. And today I really want to talk about the fitness world and eating disorders and just how obsessed we are with how we look. It's really interesting. Um, I have to be truthful. It's been part of my life for as long as I can remember. I never really noticed my body shape or my weight until um, I stopped exercising. Well, not that I stopped exercising. I stopped swimming training and competitive swimming and kept eating the same amount of food, which was a lot, and put on probably 15 to 20 kilos in a very short period. So I went from like a size 10 to a size 16. So I think they say seven kilos is a dress size. So about 21 kilos I put on. And um, immediately noticed the change of attitude towards me in regards to my schoolmates, like people in my school school class. So I got called fat by boys and girls, you know, 15, 16-year-old boys and girls happily call me fat. I wouldn't even say I was fat. I'd say I was definitely overweight, but not fat, not, not obese, not morbidly obese, just chubbier than I had been. And uh, that was considered okay to do that. Anyway, I got lucky in that. Lucky is probably the wrong word, but I ended up with gallstones when I was 17. And I immediately lost most of that 20 kilos, or at least a good 15 of it, by not being able to eat much and constantly being in pain in the middle of the night and was on a uh, basically a fruit and vegetable diet until I had my gallbladder out. So that helped a lot. But then from there, I always have had a love-hate relationship with my body and with my reflection in the mirror. It probably got worse when I went to university and studied acting and auditioned all the time and started comparing myself to other girls. I'd never really done that. And then suddenly I noticed that I was average, very average, size 10 to 12, sometimes a 10, sometimes a 12, depending on what I was drinking and eating at the time. And um, the girls around me were all seemed to be very small and petite or very tall and glamorous. And I was neither of them. And when I went to auditions, I found that they couldn't pigeonhole me. I was either um, very, um, yeah, not not small enough, not tall enough, nothing. Not fat enough to be the funny friend, not skinny enough to be the glamorous primary character. It was actually quite depressing. And that's when I found that I became obsessed with dieting and from there my bulimia started so first of all I tried to lose weight and get down to as small as I could which meant starving myself and then I started binging and purging in order to um you know not be hungry or not or to get in the food that I was craving so much because I was denying myself anything and um and then it, the cycle just began from there. I managed to stop everything for a while. So I was stopped auditioning and stopped focusing on acting as a career and got back to a normal sort of state of mind. Although to be truthful, exercise and staring at my reflection in the mirror was always a thing, always comparing myself to other women 
I was never 100% happy with myself. But it got worse again. But the bonus, actually, I will say is that going through a separation with uh, an ex-husband is very handy um, because basically I was so stressed I stopped. Well, I didn't stop eating. I was still eating, but I definitely burnt a lot of nervous energy and sort of the weight just sort of fell off me after I um, had my second child. And that was when he was like 15 months old and I was dealing with the separation and the stress of that and trying to pay a mortgage by myself, etc. So that was very handy. And then I competed in a strongman comp and had to get below 65 kilos, which now I think about it was ridiculous, but somehow we did it. And the problem was I never went back to normal eating. I remained in this diet stage, which meant that I then became food obsessed and the binging and purging began again. So I was too scared to eat normally in case I put on weight. So instead I just binged and purged three, four, five nights a week and would try and exercise to burn my calories. And it just continued until I would have periods where I'd feel a bit better. So I'd stop and then COVID didn't help because I was stuck at home and a bit depressed and I'd binge and purge there. And then I returned to the amazing Alice, who is my nutritionist and is at the Physique Code. And if anyone needs help in regards to body confidence, comp prep if they do that, but just general, like feeling good about themselves and getting their food under control, she is amazing. And she said to me, we're not even going to focus on weight loss or anything like that. We're just going to focus on uh, control, getting you back in control. And while she was doing that and focusing on my eating, I went back to the Butterfly Foundation and saw a psychologist. The Butterfly Foundation is focused on eating disorders and supports people with eating disorders. And, you know, we know there's so many of those. There's, you know, anorexia and there's bulimia and there's binge eating and um, many more. There's a combination of all three. It's, It's amazing how many issues with you know, with body and dieting and, you know, using food to control yourself somehow. It is never healthy to eat in excess of 10,000 calories in a sitting and then purge that all up. That is not a normal thing to do. It is never normal to look at yourself in the mirror and feel disgusted. No matter what size you are, whether you're a size four or a size 30, you shouldn't look at yourself in the mirror and feel like you're staring at something disgusting. It's it's what's ke- what's keeping us alive, you know, allowing us to be human and I I feel better when I'm like a size 10, but only because I just I just don't like having extra weight on me, but at the same time it doesn't define who I am. I'm still an intelligent, occasionally funny, okay at singing woman. The size of my body doesn't change my brain or my personality. And I think that's the problem. We we define someone by the size they are and we should define them by who they are and the things they say and what they represent and whether you like being with them, not, oh, I can see her fat rolls or, oh, my goodness, she is a size 24. That is disgusting. 
I have people around me who are, are bigger women and men and it doesn't stop me being friends with them. I have women around me who are tiny, slim, gorgeous women and I also don't look at them and go, I can't be friends with you. I don't like the people that are perfect to look at and are clearly choosing to only be around perfect people because they have made a conscious decision to not accept those who are bigger. And the thing is, you can be a bigger person and be healthy. I've realized that if you're the bigger person who is smoking cigarettes and never moving your body and never eating fruit and veggies, then I would assume you're not healthy and that you don't care about living. However, I know a lot of bigger people who are eating healthy food and who do move their bodies every day and who do not smoke. So I can't judge anyone by their size. I can judge them by their attitude to other humans, definitely, and I will. But back to eating disorders, I suppose, and how um, I have managed to overcome mine. I think for me, one of my major triggers is men. (laughs) Um, So I should just stay away from them. Uh, Shame that I like them. But yeah, I find that when men treat me like rubbish, whether that's just through, you know, um, sleeping with me and then never seeing me again, ghosting me, making me feel second rate, then I find that triggers me and my bulimia. Um, It is allows me to sort of to control something in my life that I'm not able to control other things. And I remember saying that to an, to like an ex that I had been seeing, I said to him, you and how you, you make me feel second rate by making me say things like I'm not a good singer or I'm not as attractive as someone else that is triggering my bulimia. And it's, and it's something that I need to control. And his response was, are you trying to control me? And I went, no. I'm controlling my life through bulimia. This has got nothing to do with you, but you making me feel second rate is affecting my ability to control my day. And I use bulimia to control that. Look, that person was a narcissist and didn't really understand me or eating disorders. And obviously I'm no longer seeing him, but I'm very aware that I need to choose, if not even choose, if I have a partner ever, that person has to respect me. 100% and respect my opinions and my body and everything about me and that should really be every partner everyone's partner um so I suppose that's my story of eating disorders look I still struggle occasionally I haven't I haven't had issues in the last year since I've been working closely with Alice and she's been amazing she's the one that when I message and say I ate a piece of cake she's like So get on with life. Tomorrow's another day. You're allowed to eat cake. You're allowed to eat things. It's just finding that moderation and not eating the whole cake, just having a slice and then getting on with life. Um, And I am feeling better. I'm feeling strong and and healthy. And that's all I want in the end. I just want to be strong and healthy. And I want to show my boys that it's about eating, eating healthily, enjoying treats, moving your body. Three things healthy eating, still allowing yourself to have, I call them treats, but you can call them just whatever you want to call them. But in the end, we're not meant to eat, you know, lollies and chocolate and cake every day. It's not really, it's not really what we should be doing. We should be really focusing on like whole foods and eating 
good vegetables, fruit, whole grains, meat, etc. And then allowing ourselves to have a piece of cake or whatever. Um, or what? yeah, whatever you want. Peanut butter. Yum. Uh, but yeah, and then I think moving is super important as well. And keeping our bodies active. You don't have to be doing CrossFit or powerlifting or whatever. Just go for a brisk walk or have a swim or do some stretching or do some yoga or whatever makes you happy. If you are happiest when you are doing laps in a pool, do that and don't go and do a spin class where you're miserable while you're like moving your legs fast. Or if a yoga class makes you happy, do that. Don't go and do the CrossFit class that you just feel miserable and like want to cry the whole time. Find something that makes you happy. That's the key. What has also really frustrated me is the fitness world and Instagram and this whole obsession with the perfect body and the perfect booty and just how ridiculous it is. There is nothing wrong with having a normal body. And the fact that this fitspo, fitspiration world has created this ideal body of like, you know, big booty, skinny arms, big boobs. It is not reality. What you have is what you have. And I've seen so many videos and pictures of like, you know, fake bottom implants and you know leggings that make booties look bigger. Let's just be happy with what we've got. And let's stop comparing. I'm never going to be Kim Kardashian. And that is fine. I mean, occasionally I, I wouldn't mind her a bank account, but I'm never going to have that giant booty, tiny waist um, ever. I'm never going to be JLo. I'm never going to be any of those women. I'm definitely going to be Sky, and I'm going to be happy with that. And I think that's where we need to go. Yes, like use women at, like to inspire you if you need that, but be inspired by what you can do. Look in the mirror every day and go, hey, yesterday I did a 45-minute walk and I, I've, I didn't puff too much and I felt really good at the end and I wanted to then go and do another one because I felt so good. Or I did a 45-minute spin class and I died and that made me happy. Whatever. I t- this morning I did a um you know a workout and I li- I squatted 60 kilos, 80 kilos, 150 whatever it happens to be and I feel like a queen. And that's what it should be. It shouldn't be this whole like look at me with my booty out. It should just be look at me using my body like like we all should. And we should all be proud to do that. It's just a frustrating world where we are sexualizing exercise where what we do is now so focused on you know booty popping and like bottoms everywhere and crop tops and boobs out that we've forgotten what exercise is really about and it's about moving our bodies and being healthy humans because in the end we're trying to extend our lives and and look after our bodies so that when we're 80 we're not that hunched over old lady or man who can hardly walk with osteoporosis we're walking around strong and feeling good and still being able to walk to the corner shop or walk um, and pick up the grandkids and have fun with them and not be in the wheelchair. That's what I want from exercise and being healthy. I don't, I don't care about having the biggest booty. That's not what it's about. And if, if no one in the gym looks at me twice, then that's fine. I'm not bothered. I don't need to be that girl being like, look at me. I am fitspo. Um, I just, I want to be that girl that either people go, look at her lifting heavy or don't even notice because they're they're doing their own workout. 
And that's another thing about gyms and exercise in general. Most people don't care about you because they're caring about themselves. And that's what it should be. We should be focused on what we're doing and not think about the fact that everyone's staring at you. I remember one time I was training and this girl walked into the gym and she (laughs) walked up to the mirror, took a million photos of herself in doing selfies and popping that booty and all that. And then she walked out of the gym and that was it. I'm assuming she exercised at some point during the day. I'm hoping so. But she definitely got a lot of photos of her in her perfect active wear. And that is what the gym is not about or exercise in general. It's not about perfection. I don't look sexy when I work out. I look gross. If I'm squatting, my face is red. If I'm running, my face is red. If I'm doing yoga, my face is red. I'm not looking pretty. But I don't want to look pretty because that's probably when I'm asleep and my entire face is relaxed. I want to look like I'm working. So what am I saying? I'm saying lots of things, but basically I have always been about body positivity. And I think we use that. We just throw that, those two words around too much because these days girls can be there going, look at me. I'm, I am natural. And yet they are on a 1500 calorie diet and, you know, have disordered eating and they're probably binging and purging and doing fasting days because they're so scared that they might, you know, have a fat roll Uh, that this world of gyms and this world of like Instagram and perfect bodies has resulted in all of us having an unrealistic idea of what we should be. Who cares? Um, I think I really like um, Your Fat Friend, um, which is a podcast and a book and a blog by an amazing woman who also does maintenance phase and she is a fat woman and she is showing the world that there is such a thing as fat bias. It shouldn't exist. We should not be biased towards someone because of their size. We should sit next to that person, talk to them because they are just another person like you or I. And maybe we should be more biased towards that person judging everyone else while they're sipping on their stupid green tea. I love green tea, but in, but this is me pointing out that People who drink green tea because they think it makes them better than others are not the people you want to be friends with. So what I'm saying is love yourself no matter what size you are. And if you are feeling that when you stare at yourself in the mirror that you all you see is sadness, then don't go on the next diet that you find. Go and see someone and talk to them. Go and see a psychologist or a counselor and talk to them about why you're feeling that way. Something in your life has obviously triggered that. And if, if yes, you feel better when you're slimmer, fine, then do something about that. But if it's to do with how people treat you or how something has happened in your past life, then go and get help in regards to that. That's all I can say. I am Sky. This is my lounge room. And I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I really um, am very passionate about being healthy and body image and 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 the whole Instagram fitness world you know I'm not here to talk about stats and um, numbers and research I don't want to talk about that there's so much research out there about the fitness you know fitness and health there's more clever people than me out there who have PhDs in this Lane Norton is one of them um, read their find their stuff read that listen to the clever people I'm here just to give you my opinion and say, look, let's have a conversation about the fact that you can be any size 
and be happy with who you are as long as you are healthy, as long as you are not sitting there smoking cigarette after cigarette, you know, drinking beer after beer or whatever you choose, never putting healthy food in your body and never moving your body. That's what you should be doing. Just go for a walk. So thanks for listening. Please comment. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like, what you disagree with. This is what this is all about. I can't wait to talk to you next time, guys.